Keeping alcohol has many forms by which he catches men. He is a beast of many horns and ever thus has been. For there's rum and gin and beer and wine and brandy of logwood hue. And hawk and pot and flip combined to make a man look blue. He says be merry for his good sherry and Tom and Jerry champagne and parry and And Ryan brings us in. <laughs> No, but like eight people said they'd make us one. Uh, fucking uh, uh, Mike. Oh yeah. He was the first one. I said I'll make. You, I'll, I'll do a song. <laughs> yeah. Graveyard. What was it? Great. What's what's the name of the band? I don't know if he's still doing that one. Oh, by oh by eight. No, there was a graveyard band he was in. Grave diggers. Grave diggers. Yeah, he said that was. Yeah, he said they were gonna do a song. And yeah, that never happened. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and then Roberto and uh, Chris Birch. Um, let's call mom out. Yep. I think uh, Dead Squirrel said they'd make us one, didn't they, at one point or another? I don't know. Yeah, we'll call in our favorites at some you point. You two, I think, said they were going to make us yeah. one. I, yeah, definitely. I, you didn't, I talked to the Stones the other week. Stones are still stonewalling. Yeah. And gotten no, they want too much. Yeah, they're expensive. No. Oh, hey! Well, I thought we waited for Rick. No, you, you said you wanted to do an in, you said you wanted intro and get it going. Rick, Rick, Rick will be fine. All right, well, I guess we'll... Well, there you go. Yeah. We're a minute and a half in. Hey, welcome to the Blind Pit Confessions. You know what we are. Here we go. We're retarded. You we want to start, start over? No. Okay. No. no. <laughs> I've done the intro like three screw, times we already. We screwed up every time, so I why know. not? Why wait? You know, why screw it up again? So Loser. Uh, we were at uh, doing a little home show at the Douglas Residence up in uh, South Bend, Indiana. Hanging out at the old homestead. Yep. Well, not old homestead. Ryan's homestead. Ryan's homestead. Ryan, <laughs> thanks for having us, Ryan. Thank you, sir. Always, and, a, uh, always appreciated. Ryan's full. You're always welcome. And, uh, of course, Ernie's with us tonight. Ernie, thanks for being with us. Hey, no problem. And uh, beautiful Michelle is joining us tonight. And uh, Make a diggy. <laughs> Michelle, make a diggy. And, of course, Rick, who is uh, taking a dog out for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> Rick's, uh, Rick, he brought us a scotch tonight. He got some uh, monkey shoulder. What else did he bring us? Oh, he brought some uh, Belvini, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. It's going to be a long night. It is. There's it a is. lot of beer in front we, of us. We... Uh, Tonight's gonna be uh, it's a it's a different night again. It's a home show. We're gonna do some. Uh, we're gonna talk about some music. We're gonna Are talk you? albums, some first albums, debut albums. We're gonna uh, drink some scotch uh, again. Uh, thank you, uh, Rick, for bringing some monkey shoulder and some Belvini. I got weed too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a lot of beer from uh, Taver, and uh, of course the greatest Holy app shit, you can yeah. buy. I mean, you, you can't beat you it. You don't gotta buy the app. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Free app and uh, delicious beer delivered yeah. to your doorstep for fourteen ninety nine a month. You can't. It's it's incredible. For, well, fourteen ninety nine for the flat fee for the delivery. For the flat fee, right? Just for the delivery. Yeah. As many beers. I understand? As you you want. have to buy the other beers, but yes, yeah. <laughs> well, but the selection's been incredible. Oh yeah, it's been yeah, it's been pretty awesome. Great featured beers every day. And uh, Michelle, you've been doing it for a while now. Last month, right? Hi, She's hi. got the first. Uh, she got her first delivery. Yeah. Yeah, we got a couple of here tonight. But yeah, it's it's an amazing app. Uh, also uh, sponsored tonight is uh, 1056, a sponsor on this show. They got oh, us, shit. gave us some uh, a chocolate orange IPA. It's called uh, Orange is the New Black. And so I don't, I don't know if that was an Erica or a Mike. I don't know if they say who developed oh. that one, but um, 1056, we love a Knox. They have uh, raspberry, uh, raspberry stout. We're, we're going to get into the conversation on the black IPAs. When it comes around, I tell you what, we will because yes. uh, this one's really delicious. No, 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 and so I, and I understand that. And, and but yeah, yeah like so we'll, there there, I have some issues with. I do the black too. IPA. I'm not a big fan, but uh, this was definitely worth it. Because when we made one, it was an ins- well, <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Well, that, <laughs> where yeah. did you say that brewery was from? 
1056 out of Knox. That's in my uh, buddy's neighbor. Yep. Is he it? lives right next door. No, well, he should be there every day because it's he a does. great brewery. He gets in I trouble bet. every day. His <laughs> wife goes looking for him. She goes, I'm going to visit the neighbors. Well, <laughs> the, yeah, exactly. At this point, you don't really got to look for him. You just, <laughs> just walk yeah. next door. Yep. Great people. Is he there? Great place. We'll be doing a show there shortly. Yep. Is that a new um, place? Yeah, no, uh, no. They got oh, well. They've been brewing for a while. We did. We did the tip. We did well because we we introduced them at tip at a tippies event for a little over a year ago. It's they, been about a year. Yeah, yeah. and they had just the it, the, the their uh, distribution brew house only. hasn't opened yet, but the they but, were, but it's they been open six months now or so. Oh yeah, at least it's something yeah. like that. I so think, yeah, yeah. It's right next to that propane place right across the street. Yes, yep. and propane accessories. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> awesome place. Good people. Good beers. Yep. And uh, also, they, uh, they're they dog-friendly, so you can bring your pups in there, and you can bring Princess in, Rick, and have a beer. Hey, yeah, America. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's an awesome place. Yeah. So, they uh, they, uh, so they got that one. They got the black, like I said, the uh, raspberry stout tonight from 1056. Okay. Well, and we're work. starting with a couple. I know uh, Ernie brought some already? Three Floyds. W- what is this? Is this a pale ale, correct? Or is this an IPA? It just says ale. Just says ale? Yeah, it's called Cheer Team. Cheer Team. It's a wicked freaking cover. Yeah, their artwork. Well, their artwork's always been very good, though. So you know, they really Uh, had a problem with their artwork. It's a definitely a hoppy, but but uh, juicy. It's very hoppy, but it's uh, good beer. It's a wicked. What'd you say? It was like a chemical bottle. Is that what you said? (laughs) Well, it looks (laughs) like a looks like the old old glass uh, dark dark glass uh, short bottle. I got some great notion in the cooler. It's a short. Too. It's got the short neck. It's, the sh- it's a short beard? neck bottle. You'll see it on the pictures that we post, you know, eventually. I think, but um, yeah, I like I like the little short neck bottles. That's what I hear. But it's not even a well, you know, <laughs> My whatever. Beard tastes like weed. <laughs> Stop, right? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys asked me here. Fuck it. <laughs> Well, we want you here because we're not, not only going to drink some good beer tonight, we want to talk music. Hey. Yeah. And, uh, you not music. only he's a music fan, I'm he's a musician, uh, bass player extraordinaire that. from, yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> no, yet, yeah, no, I have been on stage with a few different people of note, but only, only temporarily on stage. Who cares? <laughs> I was the guy that could get my way on stage with anybody but uh, to play with them full time, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my date in life too. <laughs> hey, what are you gonna do? All right. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna I talk about some. Uh, need to be drinking. We need to drink. We're gonna we're gonna start with uh, this is the rare barrel out of uh, Rare Barrel Brewery actually. So we're starting with sour. We're gonna. It's a we, sour. It's we've a, got a few sours and yep. gozas. It's um, a golden sour, not to be confused. I love it. <laughs> with the golden shower. It's a golden sour beer aged in oak barrels with jade needle white tea. So I, I don't with know. With jade weddle hood and hooda? Yeah. It's, uh, it's a busy. Did you say tea? A, yeah, white tea. Okay. So it's a busy little beer. From Rare Barrel. It's out of Berkeley, California. It seems like it needs, It's well, I haven't tasted it yet, but it, um, I always worry when they get too busy with it. It's, it's uh, okay, it's a blend golden sour beers aged in oak barrels with jade Fermented with mixture of uh, microorganisms and base beer provided foundation of lemongrass and pear notes blend seamlessly with notes of peach and grapefruit. Like I said, it's a busy, That's busy, w- busy See, beer. That bothers me sometimes and when they get that, that busy. It, it says it's uh, it should be cellared, but uh, you know what? Screw it. We're drinking it. I've got something <laughs> swimming in mine. We're drinking it. It could cellar it for years to come. Lemongrass. <laughs> you can, lemongrass? Oh, he's picking lemongrass out of it. 
So they didn't filter very well. Well, I don't know. Do you wash the cup out either? Could be a who knows. It's actually not bad. I mean, it's, it's very it's earthy. Yeah, I like it. No, no, no. It's. Uh, I don't. I tell you what. They, they described it as too. Com- they described it as too complex because there's too many stuff. Once you throw the lemongrass in there, you're kind of gonna overpower stuff. Yeah, I don't get pear. I get lemon. Definitely lemon out of there. And, but it's good. Ryan, you're a big sour fan. You like that? No, I like it a lot. It's, it's almost good. Tastes, tastes almost like a Belgian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a kind of floral, and mm-hmm. that's probably maybe the pear. Right, what's the ABV on that? Because it's I, I can't tell if it's just the dry or it is dry. The grapefruit or something on the after the, on the aftertaste, just hitting the back of my tongue. I'm not sure. Six point two. Yeah, hmm. it's a little dry, but kind of more like a champagne beer. Yeah, very carbonated. I, yeah. I s- well, yeah, the sours and the sours are all be kind of like that. I like it actually. Actually, no, no, it's 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 really actually yeah. It needs to be a lot colder. It's very uh, yeah. That's yeah. a nice well, we again. Sours should be ice cold. Yeah, it'd be a great summer beer. I just again all I get is the lemon, maybe a little bit of grapefruit, something in there, but I don't get peach or any. I, I get no peach on that at all. Pear? No, I'm not getting pear out of there. But yeah, uh, pear pear is way pear. too del. Yeah. You, you really can't put pear with anything because anything's going to overpower pear. Pear is way delicate. Yeah. You know, other than the, other than the, the light sweetness and the graininess of it, you know, that's you're you're going to overpower everything with lemongrass. Pretty, in my opinion, most of the lemongrass ones I've had. Now, is that something they specialize in? I I don't know. I've never heard of these guys before. Yeah, we get a lot um, of new stuff that we you know we, we try to research. Well, I, but no, he's, he's right. Before. It actually it says the Sour Beer Company. <laughs> oh, so, so I think it's kind of like an upland, kind of yeah. like an upland. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, it keeps it easier to you know you don't have to worry so much about contaminating the rest of your freaking brewery. Yeah. When you're trying to do them all, if you just stay you know with that, otherwise you have to have an entirely separate building. Yeah, we'll have to look them up, see if they do anything else, or yeah. they're just doing sours. But it's delicious beer. It is. I'm I'm, I'm good with it. It's a good starter. To, it is uh, a good starter. Clean the palate after that awesome uh, white it, fish it, again. Thank compliments to Rick. And uh, no, there's some more in there. Yeah, there you go. Soak it up. We had some uh, white fish and, and some Brussels sprouts, which Ernie was uh, amazed by. Oh yeah, they're really <laughs> really good. Tastes like um, you know scotch and weed to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> just, just saying. <laughs> Dave, All righty. Dave's not here. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Dave was here. That's our other sponsor. That was good. Yikes. <laughs> so right. going around, we have any some, uh, you know, we can start right. talk let's, music. Let's some, uh, some iconic first albums that you guys grew up with and loved. And uh, they don't have to be, they don't have to be, uh, it can be influential to you or to the scene or, you know what I mean? But but uh, the great first debut album by somebody that you guys, that sticks out to you. you kick it off. You kick it off. Well, I mean, if you go back to the '60s, I think uh, I don't. Mean, we, we don't have to do this go go by decade or anything like that. But going back to the '60s or even the '50s, we can get into the blues and stuff too. But um, for rock and roll, anyway, Stooges back in '69 was a huge influential album and uh, influenced a hell of a lot of people. A lot of bands after that, yeah. New York Dolls. But um, that first Stooges album was amazing. Um, it, 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 it doesn't have to be. I think we talk about first albums. Is there's albums I think that are better. Uh, like the Rolling Stones, obviously their first album, yeah, it's great, but it's a bunch of cover tunes and you know like, that doesn't hold uh, any weight to Beggar's Banquet and stuff they did afterwards. But 
as a debut album, I don't think it holds the weight, but I think the Stooges' first album definitely Absolutely. It holds the weight to anything they did because that was an amazing album. The, the Stooges? Yes. Yeah. Not the Three Stooges. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah. Larry, Quirley, and Moe. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. you know, you guys, you know, he's, he's ancient. He remembers the 60s, I think. <laughs> <laughs> then you got bands that never accomplished anything. I mean, like. Like That's in Living Color, one band, one good album, and then out in Living Color. Well, that's the Guns N' Roses, in my opinion. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, yeah, I agree. Axel's a douchebag. Hey, I mean that's amazing. That, that's got to be on the list. First album, yeah, it's got to be on yeah. the list of one of the best debut albums of all time. Oh, Not just no. influential, but I mean it's an incredible album. Yeah, I've got it on vinyl. Yeah. so fuck yeah. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and and it was influential, and it was. I mean, I mean that. No, I. It kind of there was everything was kind of getting. Blended and and it was getting out of that nasty ballad shit for a while there. Yeah, it went from that eighties yeah. bullshit to we can play anything in one song and make it fucking sound good. Yeah, and they combined every genre into one song and made it sound good. And then Axel freaked out. And, yeah, you know, fuck him. Start eating ho hos and he got the Jim Brown system. <laughs> The syndrome that kills it all. You think you're better than everybody. <laughs> I'm st- I'm waiting to last because we don't have to, my this is, my this stuff is, free. is completely different. Not, you no no I leave, I leave it up to you. Well no because I, I, I mean we're just throwing know, shit out there. I'm, as we I'm come working up with. on it. I'm getting there. I'm just letting you guys. You guys are the more music people. My my music shit was mundane and repetitive and and had to yeah. I have, a, I have a love-hate relationship no. with music. You want to know music, you got to talk to the big ball. I know. Right there. I'm waiting for him. And Ryan, he, what's your he iconic? Come on, buddy. shit because he doesn't feel yeah, he comfortable. Does. Yeah, yeah, he does. Still, it comes to trivia. Music, he, know, he knows music. What hey, Douglas, that? wake the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Oh, I'm looking through the... Looking through the stack here, trying to figure out <laughs> the the stack of five hundred and fifty fucking albums on the wall. Okay, yeah, go ahead, look through. I'm still a big fan of the the, uh, the debut from Moby Grape. I think it's mm. one of the best. Goddamn, one of the best debuts out there. Yeah. Best and underrated. I mean that, that whole no. band. And Who? Can't argue. Moby Grape. <laughs> yeah. Can't argue yeah. that. Can't argue that. And why? Why? What happened? I mean, why is that? I mean that that should be such a iconic. It was album. Kind of, they were basically. The, I mean, it's, to me, it was the kind of the start of the of the alternative country. The, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah before uh, uh, Burrito and Flying Breed Brothers, right? It, it, and it was, was kind of a blend of everything. Yeah. Why is it that I've never heard of Moby Grape? I don't know. I bet you, you don't heard, drink enough. Uh, scotch. I've never, <laughs> I don't <laughs> never <laughs> have either. That must be it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was like when wasn't that what they called like the little ice, well, the purple ice pop or whatever when you were a kid? Because they, the, they all had like a name and a an, or an animal and something. Yeah. Wasn't Moby Grape? Moby Grape. No, icicle or a popsicle. Yeah. But I mean, flavor. I, you think, I mean, Parsons, Grand Parsons, and the, and the Flying Brito Brothers, and uh, uh, obviously uh, the band, The Big Pink, which is an incredible music from The Big Pink, so an yeah. amazing album. But I think they kind of got blessed with being this first, and they weren't. I mean, they they got famous, but uh, yeah, you're right. Moby Grape, that album was just phenomenal. And definitely don't uh, hear enough about it. I'll have to look him up. Yeah, I, I to be honest, hey. yeah, I don't know him either. So, 
I, I gotta say whatever Ryan Douglas says is good is right because the motherfucker knows more about old music than all of us put together. They had Bottom a, fucking line. I'm not gonna argue it. Not gonna pretend it's something different. And thank you, sir. You got it. <laughs> fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> the Moby Grape had a had a guy in the band. I, I can't remember exactly what instruments because he played he played everything. But um, he kind he, he kind of had a, his story was kind of like Peter Green from Fleetwood Mac. He mm-hmm. had the, one of the acid casualties of the '60s. <laughs> one of many, yeah. And he ended up he ended up in a, in a in the loony bin for a while, and he got out and they had him in a halfway house. And the story is he, he it was I think he, I don't even he think escaped. he'd been he escaped. Well, Where did he he got up and got on a bike and in his, in his pajamas and drove <laughs> to the recording studio, and cut produced cut an album by himself, played all the instruments, <laughs> and it's just <laughs> phenomenal. It's called Or. And you just picked it's, it up, didn't you? Did you get it yet? Mm-hmm, I did. It's uh, Skip Spence. Skip Spence. So we're gonna be uh, listening some more tonight. That's for damn sure. Have you oh, yeah, checked yeah. it out yet? Did you just get it? You did. You got the album? Yeah, it's amazing. Fucking a. You can use your other cup if you want, still uh, too. But uh, we're passing around another one while we're still talking and all that. Ernie, what you uh, got, man? What you get for your album? Something some influential. Or your big, you know, something like that. I'm still stuck in the day with the old Judas Priest and Iron Maidens. Hey, All British right. Steel, that's an amazing album. Hey, Rob yeah. Helford's still killing it at 70 Absolutely. years old. Saw him last year up in Detroit, and then sounds the did same you? as he did. Iron Maiden's the same. Yep. Iron, yeah, I was going to say, that's what, yeah, Iron Maiden, that first album was incredible. Uh, I think, well, I don't know if Rick's got to be a Montrose fan, isn't he? Probably oh, another, yeah. Probably another man, band that uh, really... Uh, people don't know of they've heard a million times know everybody in the band but and heard everybody in the band even uh, of course Ronnie Montrose played with Van Morrison and uh, God, who else he played with uh, didn't he play with he played Mont- Montrose played everybody pretty much everyone. and a ton of studio albums you've, you've heard them you probably never know it but uh, that, that first Montrose album and then of course it was the rise of uh, <coughs> Sammy Hagar and then before Sammy Hagar was you know a douche <laughs> and sucked and before he ruined uh, Van Halen but uh, <laughs> hey, oh, we got, like we, got Sammy oh, no. we got a Sammy Hagar valence. Yeah, band. I like hey, Sammy Hagar way know. better than David Lee. Sammy oh, Hagar God. stole all his riffs from Rory Guerrero or Gallagher. Gallagher. Sorry, <laughs> <Guerrero>. <laughs> like, wait a minute. I was I was thinking about wrestling a minute ago. <laughs> Just put both of them together. Besides, I'm drunk. You know, so. well, that's all right. Well, you know, that's the plan. That's what I do. That's my plan for the weekends. That's why I'm here. But yeah, Montrose was hugely influential. I mean, uh, there's so many bands that that kicked off that '80s, uh, the hair bands and, and shit like that. But they were they were harder. But then you, all you can you can hear the influence in Motley Crue and and uh, all those bands from the out of Los Angeles and shit like that out of the '80s. You know, three lockbox from Sammy Hagar is directly um, Rory Gallagher. I mean, he did that riff first, and then Sammy Hagar took it and made it Fucked figure. it all up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rory's amazing. That's another guy I don't think gets enough credit. I yeah. can listen to him play guitar all day long, man. He's hey, amazing. I never heard of him. I've never heard of him before until five years ago when I came down here, and your brother said, hey, douchebag, listen to Rory. <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
And I, no, really, I'd never heard of him before, but there's so much blues shit that he did first that everybody else did afterwards and made it famous. What do we, uh, what'd you crack open there? That's pretty oh, sour. So oh, yeah. Well, everybody already started tasting. Um, oh, well, while we were talking about music, I passed around another, uh, this is a sour uh, ale. This is a red sour ale. Holy cannoli. <laughs> that needs a little lettuce and salad going on. That's to it. sour. I haven't even tried it yet. <laughs> it's like the Warheads. Yeah, that's, wow. that's like salad dressing. But I, I kind of dig it. So it's a sour red ale with mulberries. Um, red wine barrel fermented. Ale, um, uh, and they uh, they left it in, and then they uh, left it in for a year after it, it aged for a year, and then uh, put it in with some mulberries for another couple months. So this is a year and a half. This is almost a year and a you know over a year old. It's like you're chomping on a bunch of freaking fresh currants and yeah, mulberries. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely if a I, pucker factor. Normally, it's you know you get the cherries is what everybody yeah. uses for the pucker factor, but you know even raspberries. But raspberries are still kind of mild once you, yeah, once you, you actually use them, um, the the tartness goes out of raspberries. Ooh. But it's a no for Mickey. Woo! What do you think, they're <laughs> Ryan? <laughs> and and again, remember age in a age in a red wine barrel too. So you're adding the grapes, you're adding the mulberries, yeah. And it's a, it's a red ale already. I, I'm kind of digging it. Ernie, you don't look like you like it either, do you? I don't know. I like Woo! it. Man. I, I don't mm. know. If I like a sour, Ryan, what do you think? That's, that's weird because it's initially really strong, and then just, it just kind of disappears and dissipates. It's awesome. Quick. Yeah. It, we get, they get their huge bit that dry back in. It just... It's, yeah, it's, nice, it's nice and dry. Yeah, I mean, it's a 7.2. After the salad, we need a steak. There you go. <laughs> Who's that by? <laughs> um, oh, sorry. That is... Um, well, it's called... The, it's uh, Carolina Bowernhouse. Uh, hmm. South Carolina. I think it's called the Kiowi. Kiowi? Yeah, the artwork's pretty cool, though. It's a nice little, uh, uh, it's a nice little piece of artwork on the side. I'm that digging it. I think it's like a it. South Carolina one. Normally, we've been getting a lot of the sours out from you know from West Coast. I haven't really gotten yeah. a lot of East Coast yeah. stuff lately. Talking you about know. music and beer, it almost looks like a Blackfoot album cover. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's just a like a skull yeah. with an Indian headdress kind of thing on it. And, uh, and I'm guessing... Native American. I'm sorry. Whatever. <laughs> That's racist. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm actually. I, I think it's great because it's it's got just like enough it. tart that it doesn't. But it's 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 not it's not so tart that it's hitting that spot in your jawbone. You know, right there. You know, when you get the real chart cherry ones mm-hmm. or tart, tart cherry yeah. ones. No, it's just that's, that's a random beginning. Yeah, it's, right not, yeah, top yeah, of your it's, a, it's it's a, it's like a good kind of like a good red wine, man. For me, that's that's pretty awesome. That's the first red ale. I like it. It's the first red ale sour I've seen. I've had. Yeah, uh, you know, they're normally you know just using a, just a regular plain you know golden ale or mm-hmm. gold you know to make a golden sour. <laughs> 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 you know why they named it that way? Come on, man. They had oh, yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> Not exactly like appetizing it. for it, but no, man, that's pretty awesome. Mm. What about some uh, some debut albums that you guys remember as a kid? Like some of the first stuff you heard. Yeah, but you're going to yell at all. This, this is why I hate doing music shows with you sometimes, though. And your brother. All in the same room. <laughs> what? Because you guys make fun of most of mine, because, but, you know, because... That's all right. You know, music was different well, for you. Who are you going to say? Well, no, it's going well, to be... Run does DMC. Not, no. well, that, was, oh, that was a great one. <laughs> that was actually great. 
Beastie Boys was good, but you know, others were others yeah, were no, a little see, better. I, hey, Beastie Paul's Boys boutique. are fucking awesome. I, I don't. I, yeah, no, you're gonna hate. Well, I, their debut album. I'll, I don't. I mean, it's 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 influential and it's mm. it was awesome and it's a great first album. But Paul's Boutique. For me oh no, that's Beastie where I was Boys going. Was that was where I was go. going. So, Paul's Paul's Boutique I mean, was so yeah. much better in every respect. Yeah. You know, but but no, because again, if where my timeline was but nirvana was iconic to me you know but because i was in high school and you know you know obviously it was a huge influence very album. huge at that time i, I thought I mean, 10 on. blew it away pearl jam's album was so much better mother love mm-hmm. bones debut album was so much better to me temple of the dog yeah i mean well, Nir- a, nirvana yeah. was just a simpleton band and well but this know. stuff just didn't hit and you know like I, i'm in i'm in hawaii when yeah. you know going to high school and that stuff's coming out yeah. and we just that's that's what we hit oh in i our remember side. yeah definitely it made i mean i remember the first year and it was like fucking hey, it's awesome and I, yeah jane's addiction i thought was amazing oh, that stuff was, first yeah, that was good and, and they still that album still i think is is amazing but pearl jam i thought pound for pound just a better band much better first album no, Jane's Addiction had released the live album first before they actually released that first right. studio, yeah. first studio album. Yeah, that live album was amazing. Um, and, yeah, <laughs> that's hard to find. I don't think I've ever seen that album. I've well, never seen it on vinyl either. That's my that's my brother's favorite. Uh, the live Jane's Addiction, all that, just any of it, any of yeah. it. I mean, it, my nephew's middle name is Perry. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are named after Perry Farrell and um, Maynard uh, Keenan. Yeah, uh, oh, from you know, Maynard. from my Maynard. from my uh, from Maynard my brother lived in Grand Rapids. Yeah, yeah. Tool and that were yep. yeah, yeah. All his big those are big ones for him. For me though, yeah. I mean, the ones that I can really remember are, are things like uh, Run DMC um, and, and BC Boys, and actually, surprisingly enough, you know, uh, Ice Cube. And NWA, uh, you know. Yeah. Well, you grew up. I mean, MTV was influential with, with you. Oh because, yeah. I mean, you know, I know what I mean. You didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Ha- yeah, that was where I started. I was the youngest. So I already had music influence before, right. you know, before MTV and shit like that. So, but I mean, there was stuff I heard on MTV. I remember hearing Alice in Chains the first time on MTV, and nobody heard of them. Nobody. Yeah, talked I think about you can only get that on Headbangers I, Ball, right? or not yeah, Headbangers yeah, Ball. One of the there was one of the off night the the off night one once a week shows or whatever. They they didn't play that in regular rotation no, till hell no. till they quit playing no. music videos on you MTV. Got, got <laughs> Aerosmith for oh dear god twenty yes. hours a day. Jesus oh Christ. god, that was just nothing but yeah. <laughs> this way. <laughs> no, that, that would have been awesome. Right. No, no it was all was... the cheesy shit they did at Pump and all that crap oh, they did yeah. it all through the nineties and all that. Just God, they were a horrible band. And it sucks because what a good band they were. Until yeah. they got clean and sober. Yeah, that's what happens. Pussies. <laughs> <laughs> that ruins everything. <laughs> it did. God damn them. Yeah, it never burns. It never seems to burn as bright for those ba- for those bands that start to get clean and sober. I, mean, I think if we dig through, you could probably find a few that have done really, you know, made some really good stuff after. But uh, it's when the, I swear it's when they're drunk it's they make some of the greatest stuff yeah. guns i don't know world. why they're you know their brains are open or i don't know i don't even know how, how they function and make music when they're that freaking drunk and wasted all the time well the doors of course had uh manzarek i mean that was their saving grace because mm-hmm. you know they never would have been anything without him oh, yeah. you know yeah i've never been a doors fan yeah i i not a fan I, I know the music is awesome but i mean Never would have went anywhere without that that keyboard and oh, just yeah. the sounds of man. I mean, he was he was the doors to me. I mean, the writing. Everybody must talk about Morrison. He was had his stage presence and but it's songs. You, the more you see that you read that stuff, it's pretty childish. 
the poetry's not that great. It's not. It's garbage. And, <laughs> but, and a lot of people get consumed with the lead vocalist. Yeah. 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 The lead person yep. in the band, if it's a guitar player like Eddie Van Halen or yeah. whatever. Right. Yeah. And a lot of times, it's always about the front man. The bottom line is the front person is the weakest person. Oh, usually, yeah, yeah, almost always. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, it's just yeah. There's a, there's an old quote I like from it's not a quote, but it's a movie quote. <laughs> but Philip Seymour Hoffman says in like Almost Famous, you know, uh, uh, Doris, he, he's a buffoon posing as a poet. Now give me the guess who they have the. They have the balls to be drunken buffoons, and that makes them poetic. And, of course, he was playing exactly. Lester Bangs, yeah. who was a horrible critic, awful, <laughs> what an idiot, had no idea about no, music. I no, I know, but it's, I always found it a funny, I always yeah, love, it's, it's funny as like hell. Movie, but they all call Lester Bangs like the greatest critic of all time, and he was he was a moron. Yeah. He didn't know, you know fucking music. I've read some of that, yeah. It was just he like, trash Black Sabbath, and yeah. I mean, it was like, uh, yeah, he was no. a buffoon. Yeah. I'm like, how do you really try, come on, man. You just, it, but... That just may have been his kitsch, you know. Yeah. That was that was his gimmick. He was oh, a good I'm writer. gonna trash, yeah, good writer. But I'm gonna trash everything that everybody. Yeah. I'm gonna hate the things that everybody else likes because that makes me cool and different. <laughs> That's what. So I always, he was like Brian. Yeah. That's what I always thought about Paul Stanley and Kiss. You know what? He was he was the odd man out. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, you know. least talent in the band mm-hmm. by far. You got Ace Freely just came out with a new album that kicks ass. Yeah. Did he really? Peter Chris was a great drummer. Gene yeah. Simmons was the, the act. Best and Paul Stanley just on earth yeah. in the seventies. Paul Stanley yeah. just filled in and just took all the glory. The lead singers do that most of the time. Well, that was Gene. They're nothing Gene. without the band. Gene and Paul and yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I was never a big Kiss fan though either. I never, I never got. Never got it. Never got it at all. Hey, bus- business is business. Selling yeah. out yeah. is selling out. And Gene Simmons made it as far as he did because yeah. he knew how to sell. Oh yeah, he's yeah. a marketer. Yeah, he is nothing but marketing. Seventies mm. and eighties. That was the greatest show to go see. He makes oh, fuck yeah. yeah. He makes By more. Far. He makes more money off Kiss fucking licensed fucking merchandise now than he ever hey, did. I was before. a member of the Kiss Army. I had Dynasty. Hey, they were, yeah. I had the Disco oh, no, Freaking album. Okay. <laughs> Troy Rock City. So, Everybody yeah. had it at I the time. I get it. I did. just never got we, we it. We couldn't live. We remember we had my mom and dad. We, were at, they, we had to wait till they went away for like, uh, went up for a night. We had to pull out the Rush and the Kiss albums that night when they were gone because it was Cooper. satanic. And Alice Cooper, yeah. <sighs> I had, My mom would make me pray for Alice Cooper at night when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Please give me a steak worshiping, motherfucker. <laughs> please. Yeah, look how well that did. Good job yeah. there. Yeah. Guess you hey, it worked. Hard now enough. he's golfing with Goldwater. Isn't yeah. Sorry yeah. right for him. <laughs> my buddy actually run. He 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 still does a. I don't know if it's syndicated now or, or what, but my buddy my buddy actually does all the the voice work and has for years for a show he does out of, out of Arizona. He's, all right. He's actually a nice guy. He's a very nice guy. But yeah. yeah, he's he's a he's a golfer now. Yeah, it's just weird. <laughs> a golfer. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's just so strange, you know. You're See, like, hey, let's let's put the before and the after. Okay, <laughs> I'm not See, sure how you get there. Now, my opinion, golf would be worth watching if you got to ca- tackle the guy there if he go. missed a shot. If he missed a shot, then you got to wipe him the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got a sport, right? <sighs> they call in that in that field hockey. Yeah. Lacrosse. Yeah, lacrosse. <laughs> Basically it, it, it's, it's hockey. It's hockey. You know, another great band but back I, in the 80s. You know, you know, hey, I grew up burned up north, out and so... faded away with Skid Row. 
Oh, that's all right. Big Skid Row Skid fan. Row. Hey, hey, that was a great first album. It's a great Sebastian debut Sebastian fucking Bach. Yeah. Can you, I mean, I don't even, Axl Rose is not as big as a fuck up as Sebastian Bach, okay? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Hey, you showed up on the trailer park, boys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody needs money. Fuck. Well, you got to sell out at some point. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> you can't talk about debut albums without talking about Black Sabbath. Yeah. 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 Ozzy. Yep. Probably the best. Naomi Geezer debut album ever. Old. Hey, the only other album that I would even contest... And that's because I'm a prick. But ACDC, 74 Jailbreak. Most of us have not heard that album because it was never released in the United States. But 74 Jailbreak is, in my opinion, way better. Everything with Bon Scott was better. What? No, I mean, but yeah, that album was amazing. Bon Scott, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, ACDC, I think, doesn't. Those Bon Scott years were. Fucking incredible and influential in a lot of ways, but uh, the Black Sabbath album, man, come on! There, I don't. Not only is I don't think it's the, it's the first and best, and it, and it still blows my mind that you read these articles now and it's not even on the top number one of heavy metal albums, which is absurd. It's one of the best albums of all, the first debut album sure. of all time, one of the best albums of all time. Yeah. Not just debut. No, it's yeah. an amazing album. I agree. Even if you don't like that music and you didn't like. Ozzy's voice is amazing, but the the musicianship is absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And hearing uh, Geezer and Ward together, those two, uh, you don't even need Iomi. You could, I could just listen to Ward and Geezer play, and I'm done because it's just phenomenal. And the stuff they're doing was amazing. Iommi's absolutely phenomenal. But I mean, it, that album, I couldn't imagine listening to that for the first time back then. I, it's, it amazes me that. To yeah, hear, would be hearing that for the to first have time. the crowds for yeah. the, running for the doors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the for the early seventies, you know, I mean, you had what Cream, yeah, that 67 was maybe was first? more talented, maybe more talented, <sighs> maybe more talented, but I don't know if they sounded better together. I, there's some Geezer and Ward together just. There's some both. I don't know. Yeah. To me, it, it with spoke- Cream, you had the drummer and the bass player fucking hating each other. Oh, yeah. they were trying yeah. to outdo so each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah. So it got yeah. crazy. Yeah. So it got out of control. And even now, today, when I listen to vinyl of Cream, I have to turn my fucking bass down <laughs> on my stereo because it's fucking out there. I'm gonna blow my speakers. I already blow. I, I blew two sets of speakers. No shit. Listening to Cream. <laughs> So, I mean, it's nuts, but yeah, definitely. Ozzy's first album, you know, Ozzy Osbourne himself in oh, Black Sabbath. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And his solo album. That's, I mean, Blizzard yeah, of Oz. Yeah, that's no. his first solo no, album. Yeah, no, they're hey, amazing. Another... I'll tell you what, Princess stays up at nights learning the Black Sabbath and the Ozzy bass lines. And then, I swear to God, at 3 o'clock in the morning, I hear this howling, Rudy Sarzo's a bitch because she plays the bass better than that motherfucker. So, you know. <laughs> it's amazing. I don't know what happened to Ozzy in the 80s. I mean, he just... He, they you talk about they're they're showing some of those old stuff with him but when he would write those guys would you know put tunes together he'd come in and just sit down and start putting uh lyrics to it and his lyrics were amazing yeah. the black sabbath stuff 
and the and the blizzard even even blizzard vibes those lyrics i don't think could match what he was doing in black Sabbath. but then he just went brain dead because that shit he did in the 80s when he got he turned fat and then turned into a woman for a while there it was just awful I'm starting to get a little concerned. I, yeah, I, he looked I, like the barefoot Contessa for a while. There. <laughs> well, you know, I'm getting a little. I'm getting a little worried though. Sitting next to Rick here, because if your dog's staying up late night and learning the guitar and talking to you, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how Berkowitz started. It's not. <laughs> that's, that's what crossed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Douglas. <laughs> Three thirty in the morning, the dog's talking to you. Hey, hey. Well, she's got to learn the shit somewhere, right? <laughs> oh, sorry. All right. But uh, talking about heavy metal, I mean, in the beginnings of heavy metal, obviously one of the best drummers of all time, uh, Carmine. Yeah. He was with uh, Vanilla Fudge. Uh, that album. I know people talk about being the beginning of heavy metal, but Thirteenth Floor Elevators. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. th- that was probably really. Rocky, really Rocky that Erickson, Rocky yeah. Erickson. Uh, yeah. I think blending those sounds of psychedelic and and that raunchy guitars and just and turning everything up and cranking it up was really probably the the birth I think of psych rock. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vanilla Fudge. Vanilla is. Fudge. That that album, yeah, amazing, amazing album, amazing yeah. first album. Yeah, Carmine played with everybody, didn't he? Didn't he play with? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Hell, he, well, he played with. Didn't he play with Rod Stewart for a while? Cactus, Cactus, I believe. Yep. Cactus. I've got Rod Stewart albums with. Yeah, I think he yeah. played with Stewart. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Shit, you know, I have. I had no clue. So one of my favorite songs, you know, just from, uh, you know, hearing old songs new again and all that was uh, was it Ooh La La Faces. Oh, yes. fa- oh yeah, yeah. I'm listening oh, yeah, to I'm listening album. to it in Texas with my brother. We're going. He's taking me to the airport whenever it comes on, and and he's like, is it? And, and I'm like. And he said, oh, I don't want to hear another Rod Stewart song. I'm like, another it's, one? What are you talking about? It's I, I literally Rod had Stewart. It wasn't it Faces was was that Rod was Stewart. Rod, yep. Again, yeah. And I was like, I've yep. literally been listening to that for years. No clue that was Rod Stewart at all, because I'm tired of <laughs> Stewart. Used to be really cool. Man, Rod Stewart used to be really cool yeah. for a while. <laughs> I think I think of it more as uh what's his name from the Rolling Steve, Stones. Oh uh the guitar oh, player that died a long time ago. Mickey Dickey. Oh, Brian Jones. Oh, Brian Jones? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He played with the faces. I didn't mean to coincide with that. Brian Jones played with the faces? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, think, He's yeah, on I that think album so. I got. Are you sure? Really? I don't know. I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Brian Jones played yeah, Maybe. He may have contributed. Maybe I thought he did. So. I don't know. He may, maybe he did. I, I don't thought know. So. Maybe he played on I something. could be I wrong. It up. I thought maybe, so, though. Yeah, maybe it wasn't something. I don't know. He wasn't a ma- at Matt. That sucks. That was a guy that was burned out and gone too soon because he was. Hey, we need a beer from our sponsors. Well, the, our, yes. our other sponsor our other for the sponsor night. Our other for, sponsor uh, for the night. We got to make sure we get this in. Thank you, uh, Mike and Erica. We have some. Is this the uh, oranges? And this is the. I figured the this would be an, the new black. I figured this would be an easy transition off of sours to a black IPA yeah. at least. Yeah. It's not. It's not a stout. We're not jumping. All, we're not jumping the shark on this one or anything. No. So. And we were talking a little bit. I had the black IPA, so I don't think any of us are big fans of the black IPA. I, no, I am. I do you really? Oh fuck! Did you have this? Man, that baseline is <laughs> fucking off. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. If it's got a good baseline, I like it. I, I I can't help it. It's kind of like a porter. <laughs> it's uh, it's dark, but it's definitely not a porter. But yeah, there's. Uh, I think this is delicious, and. Uh, I, we had the new uh, New Holland's got that orange dragon's milk out. Oh. No. No. Oh. No. 
tastes like no, old grandma. It's, it's nasty. Awful. Really? I was thinking it tastes like one of those those chocolate oranges, you know, that you should buy. No. It's awful. It tastes it like really? orange God-awful. cop syrup. Like oh. stuff you used to take when you were a kid. It's, it's not, awful. Not good. It's uh, a bummer. Yeah. For New Holland, that's a bummer. How you ru- how you ruin Dragon's Milk? Uh, yeah. I mean, seriously, hey, how I'm you just, fuck up Dragon's Milk? Still not better than the original, but yeah, oh, yeah. good. Blood but uh, I don't know if this would work or not, but I really dig this orange. Yeah, I think this is good. It's uh, definitely get the orange out of there. It's a really big orange aroma. So, has Black IPA become an official BJCP? That beer or not I, or flavor that I don't I don't not that I know of like you know it's because I, I think I this is more along this is again I'm fine with it what I meant I, I'm speaking in black IPAs totally most of the time when they first came out it seemed like it was a it was just a spoiled or, or a soured um, something went wrong with mm-hmm. your stout or yeah. your porter or something in that in that flavor profile like IPA yeah like, like ours we had our stout and we. Fucked it up. Fucked it up, apparently. <laughs> uh, Mr. Dan Gore came by and said, uh, this is supposed to be a black IPA. No. Yeah. Out. Okay, yeah. sure. Yeah. But no. <laughs> but, but it seemed like a bad thing, you know, when we when I originally started hearing it, because I'm like, there's no such thing as a black. But again, I never thought there was anything such as a white stout or anything right. like that. So, or, again, a ne- the NEPA. The NEPA right. being, you know, is still the, um, is still... Well, now I think NEPA's actually now a BJCP category. I think they now. do. Yeah, um, they do the NEPA. It yeah. took a while. I don't know what the black IPA. Yeah, we'll have. To, I'll, I'll look that up. We yeah. should probably know more than that, but you know, um, it's not bad. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I'm not bad. It's it's it again. I, I think like this it. is an easy transition for off of sours. Yeah, because you don't. You know, your palate's still hmm? kind of in that range. I'm I'm worried that my palate's too dry or whatever from the, yeah. the sours, but. Don't worry, it's going to get very heavy here in a minute. It's All gonna right, get, it's going to get black and what? milky. Bring and oh yeah, on. there's going to be. Oh yeah, the yeah, we've got a few others in there. Yeah, we've got to try this one yeah. while we're yeah. still. Uh, I mean, I do have a black sour ale as well. I wonder what the difference ale? between a black sour ale and a black IPA. Is. <laughs> I know I can't dig this. I like it. Um, I no, it's, it's, it's pretty good. I like the. Uh, there's a huge orange aroma in there, and I, I, the aroma's there. Um, but I'm getting more of the. I think I'm getting a little too much of the zest. I'm not sure. I think there might be too much. Uh, if that's how they got the orange in it, was I don't know. Straight, I dig it. I think it it's tastes good. like the zest. I, I think I'd like to see a little more just straight up orange in the flavor too, maybe it's a little bit. Definitely, you like this one. It's still very good. Yeah, you like this. One. I think it's really good. I don't know. Oh no, it's still great. I just it's playing with it's messing with it me is, a little bit. It's definitely a. It's definitely unique. Yeah, and it's it's clean. Some, it is awfully clean too. Yeah. It's 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 nice and cold. Temperature's just right on it. It's going down smooth and easy. It. Ryan, what's your uh, what you is got? This, is this a sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they know us. No, I mean just if you, you, don't can, like you can it, just you say like it. it's not your thing. You no, know? it's it's yeah, it's not. I'm, yeah, and again, like I said, black IPAs new, same like Nipahs yeah. were. I'm not a big black IPA fan. It's it's not off putting as one you know, yeah. and, and I I I could drink a couple of those. Actually, it's nice and I clean. Like it's it. light. Uh, Beer Brewery does a good good black IPA that I can drink. I haven't had that one yet. And, uh, with, or I might I have. I really but. like this, but uh, yeah, I, there's a couple, only a few that I like, and I, I do like this. Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 really good. A very very a whole lot of orange there, but I'm yeah. getting it mainly from the zest. I think not from. I'd like to see if they were what they were using for it. Just and I think it just works better in this. I don't like the orange and the stouts. I just don't like that. Orange don't chocolate. Like you don't like chocolate. No, orange I don't stuff. think it worries. It's too. It's just there's too much, too sweet. I don't yeah. know. There's some. Well, the the acidity throws off. Yeah. A, a, if you're gonna go, because you're throwing acid in there. It's you, yeah. whether it's the whether it's the zest or anything else. You're throwing acid in there, and it just doesn't always work. 
Rick's like, no. I'm tasting like a <laughs> no a mild chocolate coffee after the orange, and it's it's it, well, it's, it's kind of yeah, weird. It's, it's weird. It's yeah. dry, and, and this chocolate kind of is dry. dry. Getting everything out of there, I I don't know. I'm, I'm you pick up everything in there. I like it. Definitely, I it's done awesome. well. Let me tell you what. Sure. Take a break. Uh, I'll play a little music or, or, or yeah, come drop back a sponsor more, uh, or something, and yeah, uh, we'll be right back. Come back some uh, stouts and porters for Ernie. Sweet. Aloha. Pass the poi. Mahalo. It's Cluck for the Jason and Cluck Show, and this is the Blind Pig Confessions here on the internet. www.whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a craft beer guy who can't get it nearby, do yourself a favor and log on to Taver. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Yes, I did just steal that from somebody, but it doesn't matter. This is Kevin Thorne, formerly from the WWE and ECW. And you are listening to the Blind Pig Confessional, the world champions of power. Hey! Hey! Wow! Well, Holy cow! There you go. That's the loudness. Fuck. <laughs> so we're uh, we're back. We're still talking about uh. Well, we got a whole ton of beer still in front of us. Uh, there might be a show two. There might be a show three. I'm not sure how show three will do with whether it's terrible or not. You know, that's how we do it here. Um, we're talking music too. Uh, some some influential stuff and um, I do have to say this. I was looking up because I was uh, Ernie was talking about Sebastian Bach, you know, earlier, and I was I was just trying to Google where is he. <laughs> Canada. Hold on. No, but but I swear, I shit you not, I kept reloading the page like three, four times because I kept going, Sebastian Bach, where is he? And it came up with a picture on the first page, and I'm like, uh, why is this? Is, this does not look like him. Why is Avril Lavigne on my freaking search page for Sebastian Bach? <laughs> <laughs> shit you not. I just because I was just glancing. Turn I wasn't really around. focusing. It. I was like, um, he looks like Sebastian. It looks like. Uh, it looks like uh, Avril Lavigne, and I was like, "Wow!" Who we're... probably had one of the best debut albums of all time for <laughs> Skater Punk. No, I mean, I was just, I was just glancing past it, and Holy I'm like, "Shit!" I'm like, "What does that look like?" That's creepy. Know. He's he's better looking. <laughs> but no, I shit you not. I, I reloaded like three, four times. I was like, "Did I type the search in wrong? What the hell's <laughs> happening?" Is this birdie. American Wild Ale. He's bird. So all right, so um. As we do, you know, we drink the beers. And uh, I, does this a Tabor one, or where'd you get this one? Yeah, Are your headphones yeah. still messing it up. It is. Uh, oh, yeah, it's on and off. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, we'll have to fix that at some point. This is a Mickey. One day Dick. when we get money, Michelle, you, the, you, why did you want this? Where'd you get this? Mickey? Because of the picturesque <laughs> opportunity. Potatoes? Michelle's a, a incredible photographer, and I think I don't know if that's why she got this or. No, I where didn't. did you just, get this? You just thought it sounded amazing, right? Tabor. Oh, okay. Well, oh, this was a Tabor one. Who's yeah. the brewery on this one? Yeah. You got to read it out. You got to read the descriptions, you know. You're the one with glasses on. Don't give it to the guy what, without why did glasses. You read, why did you buy this? What, what stood out? Just the spud beer just, just sounded... it sounded so weird. Well, I haven't had a potato. I can't say I've had a potato beer. It's right. A, That's why I got it. I've had potato vodka. It's a New York wild ale brewed with brewed with potatoes. Okay. Aged in white red wine barrels. Best spuds. Why not? I don't know where's the brewery at. Oh, Plan B Farm Brewery. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a brew. <laughs> There you go. I think it's supposed to be stick it. I think that's the the play on words for stick it in a stick them in a stew. That was that was uh, Samwise Gamgee. That was that was what he said. I'm sorry, I'm a nerd. <laughs> it's Lord of the Rings. Come on, 
Come on, nobody's seen Lord of the Rings? What, am I the only one around here? Come on. It's 9.4. Nerd, nerd, nerd. Yeah, pretty much. Are you still trying to read? Sorry. Yeah. Nobody, yeah, it's... Nobody gets need some glasses? glasses? I've never heard of Plan B before. Plan B, Farm Brewery. I've heard of Plan B a couple times. Not Planet B, Plan B. <laughs> no, Mickey gets it. <laughs> so, speaking of Lord of the Rings... You didn't get that mm. at all? Planet B. No, Plan no, B. Plan B. Oh, oh no. <laughs> now we got it. He's a little slow. I was, I was dorking out more than you were. <laughs> <laughs> you mm. suck. Uh, I'm all right with it. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what the potato brings to it. I guess it tastes like a wild ale. That's fine. I definitely get potato out of that. I can taste it on, on the backside coming back. I, there's potato. The dry. I don't know. There's something about it, but. I actually kind of like it. I think it's a good beer, man. It's different. It's no, it, it's, it's a wild ale. I get it. I get it. Again, I think I guess I'd have to have a generic wild ale and then a potato wild ale next to each other. I don't know if you would not know it's it not if bad. there were not potatoes in there. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it, I would have needed known. that. But I'll tell you what, I think it's good. Yeah, I would not have known if, no. if there was a, that there was a potato in it. I like the back end of it. Yeah, that's <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like the beer, Ryan? <laughs> no, oh, I, poor guy. I, I actually, I points. really think this is... No, it's, they've all been awesome. I'd like they've to actually, see what else they have, because I think this is a good beer. They've actually been pretty awesome. Again, I just... Maybe it's... Be, I, I don't know what... You know, I, I tend to just eat, like, mashed potatoes and stuff, so, you know, don't have a whole lot of, you know, experience with, like, a raw potato I, and how it's going to put the starch... In, you know, it's going to just be I starchy, get, see, that's, though. That's what I'm... I do oh, taste you're, that you're, starch. You're grabbing I'm, the starch I'm getting it. that okay. starchiness out of it, and I don't... That's an, I don't know what would it taste like without the potatoes in it, if they would do anything to the flavor at all, but I do catch hmm. that starchiness on the coming back out on the backside. But, all right. Uh, Ernie? I like it. I definitely don't taste any potato. No, oh, got but it. But how's the beer? So good, it's though? not bad. Yeah, it's, it's not, not bad. bad. It's not bad for an ale, for a wild ale. There's you know? nothing you're going to drink three or four of, but... I don't know, in the summer, then summertime, in the heat. That, that does seem like a fresh, good summer beer. I yeah, yeah, yeah a hazy like or a juicy in the summertime, well, not yeah, a sour. So I, I, I yes, but I can still, but I can have those different ones. Like, I can I can have a, a several sours on a hot day, Poughkeepsie. or several Nipahs on a, you know, a hot day. It's what? I'm not going to mix them, but this is one I could actually probably drink. And most of these sours we've had, I could actually probably drink a couple of these. It's potatoes from Poughkeepsie. Yeah, give me give me a good steak I don't or some crab legs to go with this. Yeah, it might. Fit. Yeah, yeah. I don't see a ABV on it. Actually, I get. I think the sour. I get the sour is going better with something like a like a pork, or, you know, a dish or something like that. Because you you know a little fruitier and stuff that, that tends to go with pork meal or something a little better. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fruity ones. Yeah. The, fr- <laughs> the fruity the fruity, the fruity sours go better with pork. <laughs> I don't see an ABV on there, but I think I I like it. You like that, Michelle? It's okay. It's I, I think it's really good. I like it, too. I it's could, not bad. I no, could, it's I not wrong with it. So I could crush this. I think oh, it's yeah. a good beer. Oh, yeah. You could definitely crush it. I mean, speaking of which, here, put more in my glass. Yeah, I don't know what the ABV is, but I think this is really damn good. Well, you guys take it. For well, fuck's yeah, sake. I don't know. They're fighting <laughs> over it. <laughs> I like it. I'll fight you, Ryan. Yeah. So what are we listening to? Yeah, we did Judas something Priest, on in the background. Sin after sin. What's that? Judas Priest, Sin After Sin. Which is another well, not this one, but uh, yeah, I mean that Judas Priest was uh, one of those. Well, they're still around. How would you say he was seventy-two? He's not hey, seventy-two he's or anything. He's only seven. He's almost seventy. Is he really? Is yeah. he that damn old? God damn! And he's still on tour. I Google it just for you. 
He probably is pretty damn close. Well, yeah, he's got to be. He's got to be sixty-seven, sixty-eight. They didn't start that sound, but they definitely started that look with they're the leather and the. Oh, yeah. they're, they're their the ones first that album was sixty-nine. Was it sixty-nine? The first sixty-nine. No, Judas Priest. Yes. What was the first album? Rock and Roller. Something weird. Something weird no. like that. They were. He was still wearing the uh, robes, and uh, he wasn't in the leather back in '69 yet. No. Yeah, he was. He was still confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he I just love the fact that all those, like all those, '74. Yeah. All those heavy metal bands fell in order with that dress code. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, still we must do. wear. What, yeah. Must it, wear leather. There, there was one money. before that. I got at home on a cassette. It wasn't called Rock and Roll. You, you mean an eight track? Rock and Roll. You mean an eight track? I think yeah, there, I remember that. <laughs> an eight track cassette? An ah, EP and yeah. an eight. Because I don't think they had cassettes back then. When did British Steel come out? Uh, British Steel was so, right right after Sin After Sin. Was it? Yep. Was it still on one of those drums that you turn and it just makes a little? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got one of those at my yeah, house. Say, yeah, Rick, yeah. <laughs> probably not. But does it got Judas? But does it got Judas Priest on the tube? You know, is it? <laughs> yeah, I probably do. <laughs> he had it transferred from his eight track to his. Uh, what is it called? I don't even know. There's a name for that tube. Seventy-eight. There's a name for that. Those those tubes that used to you know would carve in like the early. It was basically mm-hmm. an early record. It's British yeah. Steel seventy-nine. You know? He's sixty-seven. 80. Six. Rob Helford, 67. That's yep, it? That's what I said. That's what way I thought. older. Years active, 1969 to present. Helford. Hmm. Hey, me it? too. <laughs> <laughs> You're that old? Jesus, man. 50 years old this week. This oh, time. no man, shit. Man, you're old as dirt. Oh, shit. I'll be 52. May. You're older than me. 50 yeah, as I'm in May. You, you mean as well? As or well. You're in May, oh, baby, okay. too. As well. You yeah. will be 50 as well. Old man, Ernie. Good. That's good to know. I'm not the old man out now. Well, you, got way, you got way more gray hair than he does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I dye mine. What? Yeah, you dye his white. Yeah. Yeah. What? He, he bleaches his white. He bleaches all his beard hair and everything white. Yeah. Michelle, do you have a, like a first album you heard, the debut album back in the day that you... Come on, Abba. Uh, hey, oh. no, she's not an Abba fan. Madonna, uh, like a virgin. Barry Manilow. <laughs> Carrie, our sister's a huge Barry Manilow fan. So was Erica from uh, 1056. She was a big. Found that out tonight. But you know, I mean, something that stands out. How can you not like Abba? I think I. Actually, I don't know. It's <laughs> I keep fucking I, weird. <laughs> I keep. Rick, I, come on, man. I keep thinking. You know, I know. Yes. I know oh. every night we're not over there. You have Abba just blasting <laughs> out. Yeah, the neighbors love it. That's why Princess is deaf. It's not from old age. It's from Abba. Yep, yep, and weed. Dancing queen. You're dancing queen. Dancing queen and sativa. Yep. <laughs> what about you, Pay? What? I mean, you know, we're not gonna laugh. I mean, we might, but no. I told you, mine. My, you know, one of my. One of my mine was Nirvana. Yeah. But then I had, you know, it's. I go back to, you know. But even in, before that, even do you have? Well, that was uh, Beastie Boys. Beastie uh, Boys. Bell Bib DeVoe was. <laughs> oh, that see, there you go. Was, you go. Wasn't gonna laugh at all, huh? <laughs> uh, no, I said we probably will. Sorry, yeah, no. I'm I told you that's why I hate that. talking music with you. Oh, no, Paul's been, boutique is I'm awesome. An yeah. No, I, I mean my brother listened to a bunch of weird shit too that I didn't even, you know, Violent Femmes, and this, these are stuff things that I. Yeah. Picked up on good. picked up on ancillary though. But most of what I listened to was hip hop and stuff when mm-hmm. I was growing up. It's, it's just what was 
what was happening and where I was at, you know. Uh, uh, you know, elementary school down on Washington and Arlington for here, and then yeah. we moved to Tucson, and it's still, you know, all my friends, actually way up through most of my life has been a mixture of the hip-hop and alternative music. Yeah. You know, it took me a while to get into listening or remembering a bunch of songs, you know, from the old days. And I know most of the stuff I listen to. I have a strange eclectic collection. Mm-hmm. So, really, Bell Biv DeVoe was one of my, you know, uh, original ones that I just, that, I know I had a cassette of that. I know I had a cassette of Beastie Boys, you know, Licensed to Ill. I know I had a Run DMC. But my brother had Violent Femmes. Um, he got me into, he, he, he got listening to, you know, and had me listening to a lot of it was like Violent Femmes, um, the Dead Kennedys, you yep. know, and some of the, some of that stuff, you know, a little more punk and some yeah. weird stuff. Club like music. That. No, yeah. Dead Kennedys was no club music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't Kennedys think any club awesome. ever played Dead Kennedys. <laughs> Echo, and, Echo and the Bunnymen? Echo and the Bunnymen. That's great. an amazing Smiths. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Smiths was good. Smiths yeah. And awesome. um, I was big into a lot of, like, for the ret- for the retro stuff, because I'm, I'm born in 75, so when I started yeah. listening to music, it, it was the 80s. So, right. But, like, New Order... I ended up listening to a lot well, of the well, British stuff. Talking about, you know? yeah, New Order, I mean, Joy Division. That Joy that, Division that was first awesome. album was amazing. The Happy Mondays, man. Oh yeah, that yep. was, that was, you know that was that was great shit. Yep. Um, but I didn't hit that until a bit later. Right. So like I said, a lot of my stuff was just um, old school hip hop or yep. early hip hop and all that kind of stuff. So you talk about punk. I mean, it's funny people talk about the roots of punk and the first punk stuff, and and uh, you can always talk about early Joe Jackson and stuff like that and guys were getting out there but uh, people talk about in the getting in the uh, uh, metal and stuff and they talk about King's X and it always kills me because I, I could not get into King's X at all whatsoever and people talk about their debut album and I, I hated it but there was a band in, out of Detroit but 74 Death oh Death that, yeah. Death was such an oh, ama- three brothers who was 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 before punk and it was yeah. so unique. They they were a funk band who yeah. heard, started listening to the Who and, and uh, were like holy shit, yeah. and, and started listening to the metal. Uh, that they early and they're like and they they that uh, was definitely the politicians in my era. The uh, incredible album that didn't come out until years later didn't get released. But three brothers who were living in Detroit who just fell in love. They were playing funk and just fell in yeah. love with with. Uh, did you watch the documentary? Did you watch the jo- they did a documentary? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It was pretty. It was pretty, pretty weird. The the album's amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. They, didn't they find that album up in the attic? Somebody hit. They had I made, think a bunch so, of copies. They finally released it. Yeah, it never got released. So they never got released in like two thousand something. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. But uh, documentary is awesome. You got to watch the documentary if you haven't. And it's sad called because yeah. that that album was so good. And what those guys could have done because they were so they were before. Any of it, yeah. They were before; they were ahead of their time, well, and nobody heard of CBGB's them. CBGBs, like, I don't even you know, think CBGBs was open yet, or, or even they never even played. You know, that's which was the home of the punk. Mm-hmm. You know, the where where all punk. You know, where all the punk bands would perform and all that. So, but yeah, I don't even. Yeah, I think it was kind of before that, or at least right at mm-hmm. that time, and they didn't even they didn't even really get a chance. I, I got to rock to watch the documentary again because I forget kind of really what happened. Why they didn't really go anywhere? Nobody wanted to pick him up. I mean, three black guys playing yeah, three, heavy yeah, metal, yeah, playing heavy or, metal you know, punk. They, they yeah, felt, you know, well, nobody knew what it was punk then. They well, didn't know right, what they was, were doing. Yeah. It was just they loud. It was their, loud. They couldn't grasp it. You know, it, was it was loud, and there wasn't really it was, a groove yeah, to it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so, yeah, yeah, it was just awkward for the times. Yeah, what's yeah, going on here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and whereas now, you know, it's like, eh, whatever. They got back together for a while. I don't know what they were really. I'm sure the music completely changed after 20 years, but. 
It's sad that they couldn't have got something going because well, a lot of that always what had they could have done. Yeah. A lot of that had the problem of the times as far as the racism and you know and things oh, like yeah. that. Like yeah. even like Aaron see in Living Color, you know mm-hmm. that was, still it was something different and it really it, it, it had a couple one good hit and 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 you know they they just didn't go anywhere. But it was still I think a lot of just why are these you know why are these guys these kinds of people you know singing this kind of music and so right. it just throws people off and it's. It's unfair because it was some really good shit, you know that that people experiment that that just all kinds of different experimentation with the music and all that. So, yeah, it was always a bummer. Are you clearing your palate there, uh, Mick? Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was a great beer, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, there's still some left, I think. Oh no, wait. So yeah, there's a swaller. There's a swaller, Brennan. Do you want a swaller? A swaller. Yeah. <laughs> uh, You don't need a cup for it. It's okay. What are we passing out now? Uh, we got some Hailstorm from, uh, is it Hailstorm Brewery, right? Hailstorm Brewing. Picked it up today. Where are they at? This is local. This is this is mellow compared to what we've been drinking. Right, but this is a local, right? Yep. I mean, uh, where's it Park. out of? Tinley Park. What state? Illinois. Okay. We have to do that for our listeners. You know, they got to know where to, got to know where to pick stuff up at. Oh, I still have, I still have potato, mm-hmm. I still have potato beer. Yeah. All right, uh, so Hailstrom out of Illinois. Hailstrom or Hailstorm? Hail, hail, uh, hailstorm. Hailstorm, I'm sorry. I was thinking, I was mixing Maelstrom and Hailstorm. <laughs> or, you know. Yeah. I've been mixing everything else tonight. Why not? <laughs> sorry. This is why we do it on the radio, so you can't just see some people's initial reactions. <laughs> I think, uh, Mickey, uh, you, heard, you thought of an album that I was influential. Did you find a band. Oh, a band. So, yeah. Led Zeppelin. Talking in the microphone. Well, oh, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I mean, it's, it's funny the people who, I mean, there's not many people who don't like yeah. Led Zeppelin, but that, that first album was another one that I, wouldn't, I couldn't imagine hearing for the first time back then. And people bitch now that, well, they were just stealing shit. But you know what? Who cares? That music was amazing. No, there's nothing like there's it. There's nothing like it. And it's like, they're like GE. They took shit and made it better <laughs> because... I, I, that that music they did was uh, phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, I, and well, they did never, a lot of that sound. He doesn't get the credit for uh, John Paul Jones. Yeah, you're right. And see, you know, a lot of those, I didn't get to listen to a lot of that. And so when I, I when I hear it, I know it. You know, I know who's playing it. But like Led Zeppelin, Judas Priest, any of that. It just no, there's wasn't, no. Comp- I mean, that's no, no, no. What yeah. I mean is that the music of those things. By the time I heard it, I'd was well into my teens and all that and, and again i can recognize it now just yeah. from a, a career and doing music and stuff for many years i know the songs but it doesn't evoke anything in me you know led mm-hmm. zeppelin judas priest anything like that just doesn't because it wasn't anywhere near what i was allowed to listen to i'm not allowed to listen to that shit you know i was growing up my, my mom and dad are we're on the two week you know family vacation over the summer you know and it's freaking kenny rogers and right. willie and willie nelson you know, we didn't we didn't listen to any of that. We didn't get exposed to any of that until we ex- I, until I exposed myself yeah. to the music. Don't don't expose yourself here. <laughs> <There> you <laughs> Setting them up, knocking them down. <laughs> but Zeppelin took everything, man. I mean, they they were the ones. That they, I mean, they took uh, the, the the blues and 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 freaking folk music and heavy metal. 
and just put all that shit together. Yeah. I mean, and it was unique and amazing. Oh yeah. And I, that's that's another album that oh, I yeah. couldn't imagine hearing for the first time, and there was nothing like it. There wasn't anything like that out there back then. Oh so yeah. It's like, and it still stands up now. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's 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 the bar. Budgie. Those are one of the bars. Budgie. Yeah, we'll <laughs> talk about that one. In, yeah. On the next show, what do we got? So. We we uh, we're gonna cl- we got a little bit of time left on the show, but we got to close out with another beer. We'll close out, and we'll get into part two of this. But let's right, close this out is with the this hailstorm. Uh, yeah, or the maelstrom. No, just kidding. Hailstorm. This is the hop farm. Cool. Uh, oh, this is a Brett saison. Okay, so it still lives in the uh, sour-ish family because it's got a Brett. Right. This is the hop farm. Yes. Okay. Um, five and a half. You know, dry hopped with mosaic. So, ooh, that's gonna have some. I haven't even tried it yet, but I, I fear that. I fear for the uh, hoppiness of it. It's not really at no? all. No, it's on the bland side. It's hoppy as shit, but it's mosaic, and I, I don't mosaic is a is a well bad. It just smooths shit out for me. I like it. It's juicy. It, it is. That's a smooth hop. Yeah. yeah. No. It's a hop. I think you can. You can't do too much of to me because you, uh, you're weird. Some, I like the mosaic. Yeah, the mosaic. Hop, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I think I've said it on other shows. Mosaic hops are just not for me. The pininess yeah. of it, the weird, you know, it's 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 piney and juicy. There's something about that I just really, really love. No, it's it's uh, so the beer, not bad. It, they they at least let a mild Brett on there because if a lot of the Bretts that are out are just funky and they give you, you know, a little bit of that. It's sad to say, and I've said some of the Bretts, when you, you exhale, you just kind of get a little bit of a vomit smell to it, you know? It's <laughs> the only thing I can say. It's, 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 but they're usually overpowering yeah. on the Brett. They, they've let it, they've let it funk too long. Um, and I'm just, yeah, I'm usually not a big Brett sour, you know, when they use the Brett stuff. So, but this is very good. Actually, very, very balanced. And like I said, it just got canned it's a little here piney. about two, oh, yeah. three hours ago. The mosaic, it's the dry hop mosaic that's adding that extra pininess to it. So Where'd you get this from? Hailstorm today. Oh, you were there today. You drove, I went to yeah. three Floyds in there. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Nice. All right. And then so you they're drove out of right Illinois, here. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an yeah. Illinois brewery. Yep. So no, that's not bad. Well, you were driving all over the place, weren't you? Oh, yeah. It's Jesus, only, what, man. 15 minutes from three Floyds? 15 minutes from three Floyds, right down the road. How far from here? What's the... Uh, Decent sized brewery, small time. I mean, what's it's it like? It's Never even heard of it. It's kind of like a uh, old nation, mm. kind of small, warehousey brewery mm. in an industrial part. Hey man, that's 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 cheap. That's easy to do yeah, on those yeah. because the you can still get a lot of space for pretty cheap, cheap with the rent. warehousey yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know, pole barn's pretty cheap. Yeah. Only hard part is like if you're trying to put in a. Is there a tap house there? Or are you just pulling up and just no, filling up growlers? No, they got a tap house there. They got a bar. Everything. Because a lot of those warehousey ones are good. Like uh, Scarlet Lane does that, and some of those they're they're kind of good for the brewery part because you can keep things cold. You don't really have to insulate. You know, you can just kind of. Uh, but when it's when you try to build that tap house and you have to keep people actually warm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool you part know, about so it was there. tonight they had a live band and they don't serve any food there. They leave that to the food trucks. Oh, yeah. Food trucks oh, yeah, come outside, so they don't have to deal with the food. I mean, Beer Brewery does that, too. Yeah. yeah. I want to figure out. It's a smart way to yeah. do it. It's, it's an easy way to do it. If you mm. can, can organize something with a food truck, you know, a couple food trucks and rotate it out each month, just let or each week beer, for the month. Let your beer get bigger. And exactly. Yeah. You ain't got to worry about the food or the, you know, all the. Because then you just, you're inviting all the, you've got all the other business shit you got to deal yeah. with when you start putting in food yeah. and all that stuff. You know? Yeah. Blah. Too much, too much pain in the ass. Make good beer. Concentrate on making good <laughs> beer if you can. 
Yeah, well, let's, uh, we got to close this one out, boys. We'll close and this then, one uh, out. Ooh, I had a lot of good beers. We'll come back with part two and uh, some more music, and uh, we're going to get in some dark beers. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, well, we'll come back with part two. I don't know when you'll hear part two, but right. it might be a week or two after. But, yeah, we'll keep going. Um, we'll have uh, another home show with the dark beers. Yeah, some more and Tabor more beers and another uh, stout 1056. from 10.56. Yeah, yeah, we got we to gotta keep 10.56 in there. I see a hopping frog in here somewhere yes. in our mix of yes. other ones, too. Yes, there is. That one's going to be a gamble. So listen uh, to the next. You tried it. It's all right. Hold on. Hold. No, nope, I don't want to hear right. it. What I'm saying is we're 50-50 on hopping yes. frogs right yeah. now. So yeah. remember, 50-50 yeah. on hopping frogs. See so, how it uh, goes. You'll we'll have to listen to the, the next dice. show and see how the hopping frog goes. All right. All right. See you.